Your event is starting. There's always this delay. I think we're live while it says this, but we are definitely live now. Hello, this is the Snappy Tech Podcast number two with just me, George. They said that if you Googled Google, you'd break the internet. However, if you've Googled Google over the last week or so, you'll find that they've been fined. More on that in a second. I am on my own, as I mentioned. I am going to quickly share out the links, however. There's one. There's two. And then, oh wait, I lost the Twitter tab. Oh no, come back Twitter. Where, where'd Twitter go? There it is. Tweet. And there it is. The links have been shared. We're officially live. And this is the Snappy Tech Podcast. Whew. That was unexpected. It's really warm today. If if you're not in the UK, I should mention, like, it has been really hot today. I am exhausted. Um, it was my mum's birthday yesterday, so happy belated birthday to her again. Um, yes. However, we do have some technology to cover. Um, I don't know what the hell my hair is doing right here. If you uh, follow me on Snapchat, which you totally should, G underscore Chachinite, you will know that my hair is a common talking point because it is usually looking something like this, which is um, not, not its finest. I am looking on investing in the haircut. That's, um, that's, that has potential. We'll see. Um, if you are watching, make sure to chat along in the live chat because it's always fun to se- to hear what you guys have to say and to say hi with you guys. And, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to have a conversation here. However, we will dive into the topics. And there's quite a, there's quite a selection this week. Um, if you've read the title, you know that the iPhone turned 10 years old and that the OnePlus 5 hasn't had the best of first weeks, if we're all completely honest with ourselves. But let's kick off with that Google fine, which was a massive 2.14 billion pound fine. And I say massive. This is um, it's it's I think a record for tech companies in, um, which you know is is massive in its own right. But this is Google we're talking about. 2.14 billion. They probably just had um, lying in a bank account anyway. If we're all completely honest with ourselves. And now you're probably wondering, George. Why were the EU fining Google 2.14 billion pounds? I'm glad you asked. Now, if you were to Google search something like the word computers, for example, you'll find there's a strip along the top of your search results that shows different potential computers that you might want to buy. That is a use of the Google Shopping service, which is advertising technically of their own platform, Google Shopping. Which um, let's just say the competitors, the other search engine, like shopping search engines, weren't very happy about. Now, specifically, what's happened is the EU have decided they're giving Google that 2.14 billion dollar fine, billion pounds, sorry. But they have also said, you now have to go fix it, which is fair enough. Except the EU didn't go. This is how you fix it. They went, yeah, just, just, just figure it out. Just find a way. So basically what's happening over the next 90 days is that Google will find a solution, they'll then pitch that solution to the EU, and if the EU go, oh, that's that's fine, then they'll implement it. If not, they'll have to find something else, I guess. If they don't do that, however, they'll face a potential further fine of 5% of the revenue from parent company Alphabet per day. Now, this is Google, or Alphabet in this case, which is, you know, Google and then all the other companies around that. Things like the self-driving cars, the Wi-Fi balloons, all of that stuff, Project Loon, um, Project Jacquard, all of these things. Roughly 9.19 million pounds per day, which is 
let's be honest here, not an insignificant amount. In fact, if we go in here and type in computers into Google, let me bring it over a tab. Let me, oh, it's disappeared. Look at this. Have they done it already? <gasps> what if we do like shoes? It has. It's already disappeared. So this is, I was writing up these notes yesterday. It's already gone. So if I, let's switch views real quick. Look at this. So there used to be a bar along here. Let me go, let me find if I can get a quick, um, a quick image. That, I was not expecting that. It's already gone. So you can see there's this shop on Google on the side. It used to be a bar along the top. Let's, let's find this real quick. Um, is it in the original article I sourced? No, it's not. There is, however, a slide from the EU Commission. As you can see, this, this demonstrates it. Uh, let me see if I can get an actual example. Give me two seconds. But you know, that, that's roughly what they would, I'm pointing because it's on the side screen for me. That is, um, oh, you also can't see me pointing because I'm showing the screen. Let, let's zoom in here. So you can see, um, oh, that's a bit too far. So yeah, you can you can see here Google are abusing their dominance as deemed by the EU by having that bar along the top. So they used wireless headphones. Let's try that and see if that does it. Headphones. Will that first thing up? Hey, it will. See, it, it's this bar right here. Shop for wireless headphones on Google, and this is Google's. Is it has that little sponsored? Let's again zoom in. Hang on. It has the little sponsored thing right here. And that is deemed to be illegal by the European Union. Um, and I bet, however, if we were to now scroll through, the question is, and, and this was the big, let me switch back. The big sticking point was, whoops. Oh, what have I done there? Yeah, that's better. That's, this is why live shows are full of technical difficulties for exactly this reason. Um, but yeah, so it's, I've, I've lost my point. It's interesting to find where the first other search, like price comparison website comes up because that was the big sticking point as far as the EU were concerned, where they were killing competition because of just the sheer number of people who Google something like wireless headphones and then find wireless headphones and then just decide to buy them, which is a major issue if you Google and you'll find 2.14 billion pounds, but most of us aren't, so, you know. I should mention, I am extremely thirsty. Um, I have not had a lot to drink today, which is probably an issue, but oh well. Decision-making isn't one of my strong points, which is why we're here today. <sighs> More water. Stay hydrated, kids. It's good for you. Hydration. We should make that a hashtag. Hashtag hydration. That's that's I I like it already. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see what what happens with the whole Google shopping scenario. Most likely, they'll just turn they'll get rid of that banner along the top and just keep the tab that says shopping. Um, but but yeah, it's 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 an odd one. Whew. Just take a breather for a second. How are you guys doing? Are you well? I hope you're well. It's good if you're well. 
it's it's weird doing. I should mention it's peculiar doing podcasts on your own because when there's someone else, you can you know you can kind of bounce off them. Unfortunately, Paul couldn't make it this week, um, which means I'm on my own. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, which you should do again, G underscore Chachnitze or Snappy underscore Tech, if you want to follow the Snappy Tech Twitter. Um, I was looking for someone to co-host this with. Unfortunately, we couldn't grab it, find anyone in time. It was kind of short notice. However, if you want to come on here and chat tech with me, that is something we can totally do. And you should um, drop me a line on either the Snappy Tech Twitter or my personal Twitter. Both have open DMs, so drop me a message. We will make that work. It is really bright out there. In fact... Um, I wish there was a way of hiding it. Also, I got a tattoo. It says so much more. You can probably read it. Um, now is it the time for the tattoo, though? We will probably explain that at a later point, which isn't right now. I will probably... Actually, I know what I'll do. There'll be a video about this tattoo, and I actually got two, because, um, you know, living that fug life. Um, so if you want to check out that, subscribe to the T Snappy Talk YouTube channel. There'll be a video about the tattoos going up there sometime soon, potentially. Um, so let's do... Let's talk about the iPhone, right? You know, we, we all love iPhones, and by we all, I mean uh, most people apparently, but not me personally. Uh, I, I know a lot of people in general who own iPhones, which is not surprising because if you look at the singular phone, the iPhone is the most owned device. However, if you look at the split by operating system, then it is Android is like 80-20, I want to say, signing in that ballpark figure some, some, somewhere around there, mostly because of the poorer countries not being able to afford iPhones because iPhones are expensive, and Android having Android 1, which is like... 20 pound phones which you know are, are always gonna be you know you, you never go oh do i get this iphone or do i get this 20 pound phone you're either getting an iphone or something equally expensive or something maybe slightly cheaper not an iphone or a 20 pound phone uh, they're, they're two very different markets so regardless of how you feel about the iphone however it is safe to say that they have been the biggest influence in the world of mobile phones, specifically smartphones, and even if it's not the case today anymore, the original iPhone turned 10 years old this week, which is awesome, and on that happened June 29th, so three days ago, so happy 10th birthday to the iPhone, the original iPhone that is, turned a amazing 10 years old. Now, we... I'll, I'll, I'll be honest here, we never owned the first iPhone. My dad, the first iPhone he bought was the 3GS. Um, and there's actually a sound record. I probably can't, I probably don't have it anymore. There was a sound recording made on that phone, which is just me, like, you know, being, like, you know, like, what is this, like, eight years ago? So, like, 11 year old George, like, walking up to my dad's iPhone and, like, going into the sound recorder. And like recording and like turning it over. I must have like hit record and then turned it over because on my back I saw like 3GS and I go, Oh my god, dad, this is a 3GS! and like have that kind of like reaction to it, which personally I thought was quite amusing. Um, no one else did, one would assume. But yeah, so th these things, um, 
you know, they originally weren't cheap, as you'd expect. They were 600 US dollars on contract. So that means the, you know, so si remembering this is $599 10 years ago, which is just over $700 in today's money. And it had 8 gigabytes of storage for all of your music needs. And all your photos. Where are you going to store all your selfies, man? Where do all your selfies go in that scenario? <gasps> but yeah. Uh, $600 on contract, which meant you'd pay the $600 for the device, and then you'd pay the contract fee for the next two years. If you were to buy an iPhone right now, or most phones tend to be more or less free on contract, specific, especially in the UK where most phones are, or they have like, you know, £10, so, some sort of menial amount, and with, all the, with the phone being paid off on the contract, whereas back then you'd need the contract and the $600 on the phone which is definitely not cheap. If you want to buy an original iPhone right now however it's um it's it's still not cheap. They come in at rough you know it, it's if you go on eBay right now and look for sealed original iPhone you will find one that costs 15,000 US dollars which is ridiculous. Now, in the world of specs, which is what we live in today, more or less, um, apologies for that noise, I just unplugged my phone. This is a S7 Edge, it has a gorgeous 5.5 inch display, which in my opinion is the best size given the amount of bezel. Hey look, there's a Snappy Tech logo. Um, so this has a 1440p 5.5 inch display with some very high megapixel cameras, um, which is all well and good. The original iPhone didn't have that, no siree. The original iPhone came with a three and a half inch display, which, you know, sounds okay, until you realize it was 320 by 480. It had a three by two aspect ratio, which was interesting to say the least. The camera was two megapixels, which is also not the best. And it had a astonishingly huge 128 megabytes of RAM. Yeah, not that much. However, for the time, it was massive, and as you'd expect, they so I say as you'd expect, they sold over 6 million units, which was amazing, and was before they realized this would be, you know, the massive deal it was, and they sold their first million units in just under 75 days, so it's 74 to be specific. Hello to everyone who is currently watching. I have, let's let's switch this up a bit. Let's look at the chat. So, um, oh, I got a yo in the chat. I'm gonna try, uh, oh, this can only end badly. I don't know how to say that name. Let me bring my, let's do this. If we, I'm not blanking you, I promise. I'm trying. There's just a delay, and I was busy. Let's pop out chat. Hang on, let me. Let's 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 bring up the chat. You know what? This will be fun. Let's let's do this, and then oh, let's let's zoom in a bit. Oh, beautiful! Look at that. So, hello to. I'm still not going to try to pronounce that name. Um, s s s oh wait, I know who this is. I think. Let me hang on. Let's let's do the legendary go to channel. This will open up in a separate tab. Ah, let's let's mute that. 
No, I don't know who this is. Damn, but that profile picture looks like someone I know. So um, yeah, how how are you doing? Let's um, let's stick to the chat for a second. You well? There's there's a bit of a delay. However, we're gonna pretend that it's completely non-existent. Um, sardine, but with a dog. You see. Actually, no. Let, let's go with that Swadine. That's 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 fine. It's it's you know there are some names where they're like, oh, it's just this, but you add like this to it, and it makes like zero sense. And it's like, yeah, no, that's that's you're not getting me with that one. But this one is um, this one's relatively simple. It's like, oh yeah, my name is uh, George, but it starts with a G. Like, yeah, of course it starts with a G. That's that's like that's a prerequisite, isn't it? I'd like to hope. But yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm not sure where I'm taking this point. Um, that that was kind of it, I think. Oops. Note to self: get a better point next time. How? Oh wait, no, that's not what I wanted. So how are you doing, Swadine? Are are you are you well? What, what, is there anything in the world of tech you want to hear about? We we were, well, we were talking about the iPhone. I feel like that that conversation has kind of run its course. Um, what what have you been up to? How's how's your week going? He says, chugging some water, trying to hide his first, um, <laughs> oh god, I need to drink more water, just as a general life tip. Oh, wait for that delay, um, so, yeah, iPhone 10, 10, that's, that's more or less it, if you want to, um, as always, if you want to follow along to see what I'm reading off of, at least, um, I do make some show notes before each episode and by before I mean like I was up late last night making these notes uh, it's just a bunch of bullet points they are in the description so you can go click that to open up the um, to open up the file it's just a Google Doc um, it's publicly viewable you can't edit it as you'd expect but you can come in take a look see what's going on and even say hi this is missing some borders. That is much better. So let's switch back to the chat and see what Swadin's doing. <laughs> Revising for a Mandarin. Okay. Here's the deal. I lived in Hong Kong for two years. Well, two and a half years. Uh, my Mandarin on a scale of one to ten is a zero. Uh, so if you trying to revise for Mandarin is listening to this podcast, it's really not helping. Um, I guarantee you that right now uh, is I'm assuming your exam is tomorrow considering it's Sunday night which is which means um, you shouldn't have been revising this late you should have you know giving yourself some time but you know that's fine you, you do you and all um, how, what, what, what grade are you going for you you're hoping for them a stars <sighs> Bloody hell. we need we need a quicker chat YouTube chat um, I think actually I think there might be a setting let me check this, cause I believe, if I recall correctly, YouTube actually changed a setting which lets you have quicker chat. I'm gonna dig it up later. Um, let's switch back to the chat. It's a yeah on the. I'm assuming that's on the going for A stars, and that emoji tells me that's not a sincere yeah. I've that, or you're not too sure about it. Either way, 
You should probably be revising more. <laughs> um, bloody hell. But, oh, God, Mandarin. Yeah, so, I, I speak two languages, right? English and Georgian, and they're quite... I say they're quite... They're completely different. They're not even remotely similar. They're not even remotely the same. For example, if I pull up a note real quick... Um, actually, let's do this one here. So, if I go to Google Keep, and then go into Language Settings on Windows... Region and Language Settings... Um, languages add Georgian perfect so oh the year is the last minute yeah you're definitely doing that one I'll be honest um, that is absolutely last minute revising with your exam tomorrow I feel like that's, that's safe to say teach some Georgian oh god um, that's, that's right let's do this so if I, you know, what, let's just open a new doc because I'll be completely blank. I don't want you guys looking at um all my all my keep notes. There are some like game keys and stuff that I'm giving away at some point in there. Um, that is something I won't be teaching, believe it or not. However, if we pull up this doc, um, oh look at this. So this is the English alphabet, something that you're... Let's zoom in here. The English alphabet... Um, let's do this. It's got open sans for the full Snappy Tech experience. Right, you're, you're fully aware of this alphabet right here, right? It probably makes sense to you. These are letters. These letters mean things. See, the Georgian alphabet decided that letters were a bit too... Um, not not good enough for them, I guess. So the Georgians went instead of having letters, they have sounds. I I want it's it's probably the best way to describe it, right? So if you need the G instead of like if you need that J noise, there's just a letter for that. The letter that like G E makes, and then like like so so if you're just writing George. That's how it would look, but my name in Georgian is actually not George, it's this. Um, so yes, it's a very it's a very unique language. Um, the, the point of this being, as much as I can handle this, even I can't handle Mandarin, that is some next level stuff. So good luck with you and your exam, because it is some next level stuff, and I hope it goes well. So, um, if you failed your exam, you're blaming it on this podcast. Hate to break it to you, you don't get to do that because this is a technology podcast, not a Mandarin one. Also, if you blame it on a Mandarin podcast, that's also a bad idea because it's probably not their fault. They're a podcast, not a language teaching service. So, oh well. Oh, back onto tech news then. So that was a quick. Um, you know what? Let's 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 drop a quick word in Georgian. I will. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. I will drop one word in translate for you guys. Is my frame slightly off? 
I think it might be. Let's do. Let me let me just fix this real quick. Um, I think that's it. So um, yeah, let's let's drop. So this is the word for hello. Um, if you're watching at home and wondering why the hell I'm teaching languages, I apologize deeply. We'll get back to tech in a second. This is the word for hello. It's it's. Um, let me type it out in. Nailed it. Uh, good luck pronouncing that one. Wait, hang on. We need to be back on me. Good luck pronouncing that one. It's pronounced Gamarjoba. Um, anyway, back to back to tech news, shall we? Whew, it's, it's missing Paul this week. Can you tell? Like the the constant talking is real. It's a real driver. Um, how do I pronounce this? George said hi. Georgim tkwa gamarjoba. So gamarjoba being the word for hi or hello. Uh, Georgi being my name in Georgian. And Georgim meaning George said, oh hey, it's um, <laughs> Paul just turned up. Hey Paul, how are you doing? Popped in to say hi and was giving a language lesson. Yeah, who knew this was what passed for tech nowadays, huh? This is what happens when you're not here. It's all your fault. Um, ah, <laughs> uh, days. But yeah, so we were, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, um, let's get back onto tech. Uh, okay, last thing. Uh, how do I say I am famous? Um, Natsnobiwar, which literally no translates to I am known. Um, but yeah, so back onto technology. <laughs> but yeah, this has been a real, real roller coaster of a show. We really started strong with the tech. And now we're talking about languages. How did we end up here? Who knows? Um, <laughs> bloody hell. Elsewhere in the world of tech, uh, Nintendo announced the new Classic Mini. Uh, as you know, or as you may know, the original Classic Mini was the NES. Came with one controller, 20 preloaded games, and the inability to add games afterwards. Well... <laughs> It's because I don't have anyone to bounce off of Paul. That's the reason. Uh, Paul just in the chat mentioning, but he's glad to hear I was missing him. I'm not missing you, Paul. I'm just missing having someone to talk to in general. <laughs> anyway, the SNES Mini. Uh, much like the NES Mini, it costs roughly £70. You can actually pre-order one right now on Argos. Um, or you would be able to if they weren't completely out of stock. Along with Toys R Us, which again, completely out of stock. However... Toys R Us clearly sniffed the opportunity for profit because they were actually £80 on Toys R Us instead of £70, which is really cheeky by you guys. Much like the NES, it comes with a bunch of preloaded games, and also much like the NES, you can't uh, add more later. However, these games include things like Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound and F-Zero. Give me a second. My hair fever's been not too bad today, so that's, um, that's, that's, I'll take it. Um, yeah, Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound, and F-Zero, as well as Super Mario World. Um, Super Mario World is probably the game I'd be buying it for most, especially at 70 pounds, just the hardware and everything. I mean, it's kind of cool. The best part is, however, it comes with a previously unreleased game, Star Fox 2, which had never been released before and in fact it was so unreleased 
that the developers were confused. Like, the people who originally worked on Star Fox 2 heard that it was being released on the SNES Mini, and they went, wait, what? R really? Like, like the game that we... we what? But yeah, so if you ever want to play Star Fox 2, you can go pick that up. Um, it comes with two wired controllers instead of one, and it will launch on September 29th, as I said, 70 British pounds. Um... Yeah, make sure you buy one quick though, because they they're probably gonna pull a NES Mini and get rid of them quick. If you want to see what it looks like, I'm gonna bring it up real quick. I can see what you guys are saying in the chat. I'll mention, I'll pick up the conversation with you guys in a second. Um, but yeah, what's really cool is much like the NES Mini, you can plug it in with a include a HDMI cable. Comes with two controllers instead of one. September 29th. Looks like looks ickle. Much like the NES Mini, you even get Star Fox 2. These are all the games that come with it. Things like Kirby Superstar, Earthbound, as mentioned, Contra, uh, Kirby's Dream Course, Zelda: A Link to the Past, Mega Man X, uh, Star Fox, and Star Fox 2. Interesting. So some of these games have like a Seymour link. The two Star Foxes don't. That actually really intrigues me. I'm 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 wondering why that's like that. We'll find out later, I assume. Super Mario RPG and a Super Mario Kart. If we click on that as an example, as you can see, you get the full overview and stuff. I'm wondering why that's not there for other stuff, but we'll find out at a later date. Back to the chat. Right, so. Um, we have Paul and Swadine having a fun conversation here. Right. So let's zoom back in here like we did previously. Um, scroll down a touch. So back with the conversation in the chat. Actually, what I might do, can we do this? Will this layout work? It worked. Perfect. It says live stream along the top. Ignore that. This is usually the layout we use for live streaming. So uh, let me, I, I will catch up with your conversation really, really quickly. Um, so. What laptop? I currently use a Acer Chromebook 14. I purchased it literally a week ago. I bought it last Sunday, like just before the show. I've been using it for last week. I'm really happy with it. Um, it's used as you would use a Chromebook for internet browsing, Google Doc editing, watching YouTube videos. Not much, Nothing intense. It runs Android apps, which is also really cool. All of my intense stuff is done on this PC, which does all of the gaming and stuff which I absolutely love it for, but you know, the Chromebook is for taking on the go, writing documents, and it costs like £280, which is great, because it's like a quarter of the price of a MacBook, which is always amazing. Full Metal build also makes it gorgeous. It's currently downstairs, I'm not going to grab it, um, but it is a very good device. I highly recommend grabbing if you want for that use case. Um, in terms of advice for gaming, Surface Pro 4 is not what I'd recommend, um, as mentioned by Paul. Um, if, you're, if you are going for gaming, you probably want something which doesn't use integrated graphics. So if you do really, really want a service, service, Surface, then you'd probably want to go for Surface Book because that at least has integrated graphics. However, I would highly suggest something like a Razer laptop, even a lower-end Razer laptop, ends up costing about the same as a Surface, um, and would be much better suited for the gaming, for the gaming, for gaming in general. 
it's it's just it, it's hard to recommend a surface for gaming a because of the weird resolution which isn't designed for that right it has a three by two aspect ratio um a gorgeous three thousand by two thousand display if you're using something like um if you're using something like the surface book whereas it's slightly stepped down i want to say 25 36 by something something um and yeah as as paul mentions surface book is pro out, out of the surface lineup for gaming at least surface book is the most powerful of the lot however um even then i just don't feel that surface is where you go for gaming that's that's more of a general productivity product um it, it depends on your use case though right if you're doing light gaming occasionally that'd be great <laughs> um, actually paul i'll have you know i edited that video therefore i've seen it start to finish like at least five times editing those um takes a lot of effort um but yeah call see the, the, the issue with um you know what for call of duty black ops 3 i reckon on low settings um I, I just highly recommend taking that resolution down to 1920 by 1080 i know that the surface book paul when you've used it adds those black bars i'm not sure if the surface pro does and then on top of that on the gaming front i'm just that the the whole like alcantara keyboard just isn't really cut out for that kind of stuff um you really want a hard keyboard to game on um <laughs> we actually um yeah m maybe not poor um we will actually maybe not the pro 4 but it's just hit me microsoft did announce the new surface pro just recently and i believe the i5 version is completely fan i know the i3 is i think it's the m5 and the i3 um but the lower end versions are completely fanless um let me check this real quick um yeah the i so let me um let me pull up this windows central post the i5 surface pro the new surface pro um is fanless the i5 model is at least i'm clicking the x why, why won't you go away oh god let's do that that's better um but yeah so the the i5 version is completely fanless um and you can get it between 1000 and 1300 us dollars which is like 950 and one 1250 pounds um but yeah it, it'll, it'll be it'll be an interesting look um comes with an i5 uh sony 300u completely fanless meaning that the sound won't be an issue for you but again it's um it's not the device i'd recommend in general for gaming but if the gaming is a side note as opposed to a main use case then yeah this might be this might be the way to go um and more importantly um it is actually strictly speaking you know nip and tuck with the old i7 model so it, it depends on your use case definitely 
the graphics, though, those integrated graphics are um, more than a bit sketchy for my liking. Um... <laughs> right, Paul, I will chat with you later. I will. Can I, if I make you a mod, will that do it permanently? We'll find out. Yeah, it's for your channel. Cool. You're a mod. Perfect. Talk to you later, Paul. It was great having you stop by. Um, cheers. Have fun making tea. Can you make me one as well? Um, oh, wait. We're not in the same office. Damn. We need to make that happen. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, the, the, M, the Pro 4 M3 is madness. I wasn't aware of that. Um, yeah, so they, they, they must have just expanded it then. Uh, let me... There are so many tabs. Where are we? Here we are. So many tabs. Um, but yeah, it's, um, that, I, that's probably what I'd suggest then, if you really want the pro, um, for that whole, the flexiness of it, um, but it depends on your use case, and in, in this case, that might be what you're going for, if not, then Razer, for the actual gaming side of it, the Razer Stealth is really good for a general laptop that works as a laptop as well as for that that's more of an more of an elite book than it's a gaming device but yeah well you, you have to look around and see Whew. 40 minutes this is not too shabby i am um, i'm all out of water i don't know why I'm, I'm going to drink from this but it's empty it's pointless um oh one drop of water that will that'll do it for me we're dropping frames like there's no tomorrow. Um, so we had this issue last week, and I didn't mention it, um, because it seemed to stabilize after a couple of minutes. But the internet, my internet, seems to drop out after an hour and a half of being live. And not like fully drop out, but like lag. Um, it's, it's, let, let's, let's do this real quick. Let's drop that. Um, this should, let's see if it stabilizes a bit. Um, it seems to be an internet speed issue as opposed to a um, computer usage issue that's stabilized, I think. Cool. You may notice the quality dropped just a touch. Um, this, that's because I've dropped the, the bitrate of this video. Um, hopefully it won't be too noticeable. We should be good. Whew. It's been a busy... I did not expect to be teaching Georgian during today's live stream. I can tell you that much. Let's close a few of these excess tabs. And Swadine is also heading off. Um, good seeing you. Have fun with your revision. Um, make sure you go learn yourself some Mandarin. Um, congrats on your Georgian lesson, even though that isn't tech. But shh, I won't tell anyone if you don't. And yeah, hopefully I'll see you next week, 8pm. See you then. Um, back to the podcast however let's talk more tech we have covered three topics so far three, whoops EDACs. let's try that one again we covered three topics um, I have two more topics 20 minutes to go this is beautiful let's make this happen um, let's talk what do you want to do? what should we do first pet ya or pet ya pet ya fam that sounds like a really weird fret I'm a pet ya fam um, let's, ooh, hello. I love how you can tell when there's something white on my screen just by the colour my face goes. 
uh, if we do this, for example, you can see there's now something white behind the monitor. So let's maximize the light. That is better. So let's talk about Petya, or not Petya, should I say, um, slash Goldeneye, a piece of ransomware that has been making the rounds as it is. Uh, this was released into the wild earlier this week. Um, it's interesting, the, the name Not Petya is um, referencing the fact that it does seem to share a bit of source code with Petya, which was ransomware, but not significant amounts um, in, in, a, in a slightly more sinister way. So Petya was designed to encrypt your d information, get you to pay a ransom, and once you have paid that ransom, you'd get your information back, which is great um, if you really need that information and for whatever reason you haven't backed it up, which is stupid. Always have backups. Always, 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 always have backups. Just, just do it. But yeah, if you're one of those people who don't have a backup, then you know you, you'd pay the money, the three hundred dollars or whatever it was in Bitcoin, and they'd let you, they'd decrypt your stuff, and all would be well. However, not Petya seems to have taken that code and just you know d done a bit of light shuffling with it which has ended up in an awkward situation where, um, how do I put this nicely, if you're hit by it, you're not getting your information back, like, ever. And not because the people who deployed for ransomware don't want to give it back, but security analysts have been looking at this software, and it seems that it's just, there's just no way, there's, there's no chance that the people who sent this software out have any idea what the keys are being used are, and it means that even the people deploying the ransomware have no way of stopping the ransomware. Its entire purpose seems to be the destruction of data, which is not good. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned, don't just don't pay the ransom, and if you want your data back, still don't pay the ransom. Um, I mean, three hundred dollars is it's it's interesting. I I was listening to Twit this week in tech um, quite a while back, and they were mentioning the reason the three hundred dollar price point is actually very specifically picked because it's just it's it's basically the smallest amount where people decide it's not worth the effort of trying to either recover their data or decrypt their data in another means. It's just the point where people go, you know what? Fine, I'll just pay the money, um, which is why. With massive companies such as FedEx, Cadbury, and the shipping company Mask, were all asked for 300 US dollars. It's not because they were targeted specifically, it's because it was to hit as many people and to get as many people paying as possible. And can you imagine if you're like the guy who works at FedEx, who gets your computer infected, and you're like, oh, it's just 300 dollars to pretend this never happened? Quick, pay that money in Bitcoin. Um, you, you might be willing to do that. Of course, it wouldn't help, however. <clears throat> it is also worth mentioning this uses the same it this uses the same eternal blue exploit that the uh, ransomware WannaCry or WannaDecryptor used, which surprises no one and means that it affects um, fewer computers than WannaCry. You'd hope that at least one person has patched their computer since. If you haven't, this is another great advertisement. Advertisement advertisement for why you should keep your computer up to date. I know it's a pain. I know you don't want to do it, 
but 99% of the time there's no reason not to. So I highly recommend it. I actively on my phone. I I'm a, a beta chaser, I guess you could call it. Like I I love having beta software, having stuff that's really on the cutting edge, and means that I am literally checking my phone for updates like daily. Like if I if I bring it up, the last time was two days ago. I just check for updates whenever I can, um, whenever I remember to, because I love being on the latest software. Not only because of the security aspect of it, but who doesn't love having new features all the time, right? It's 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 it can always be good to have new features. There's no such thing as a bad new feature. There is such a thing as a bad new feature. Don't don't believe anyone who tells you otherwise. Just because it's new doesn't mean it's good. <clears throat> in terms of background for GoldenEye, um, it started off um, as an attack on a single organization with the ransomware attaching itself to a software update for MeDoc. Uh, if you don't know what MeDoc is, it's probably because you're not from Ukraine. Um, who'd have guessed? Um, MeDoc is the Ukraine's most popular tax filing software. Um, it's great, I assume, for filing your taxes. Um, so many ads. Uh, yeah, it, it started off as a thing for me, Doc, and now the 11th it's, of oh July God, is no, go, go away! I do not want Prime you. No, nope. no. Autoplay video is the worst. Um, you know, autoplay video is probably single-handed the reason I usually run um, ad blocker on websites. Um, you can't for Forbes. It, it they ask you to unuse ad blocker, um, but it is really annoying. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, and yeah, but what was really funny was um, that I forgot to mention this: the company hosting the inbox for the NotPetya um, ransom payment. Um, got shut down almost immediately with the, with the company hosting the inbox going, wait a second, this is probably dodgy. Um, so any cyber criminal having to receive payments won't see them from there. What tends to happen, if you're not aware, is it's like, oh yeah, put some money in this Bitcoin wallet and email this randomly generated email address that's within our ownership. Um, these guys clearly just wanted to send send it all out and didn't really care who it hit um, or how they wanted to get unhit because it just wasn't their concern. Um, with people, um, with, with interestingly, as mentioned here, according to Kaspersky Labs, around 60% of infected machines were located within Ukraine. Which means if you're not in Ukraine, then you're probably good to go. And we'll see who's behind it. Um, yeah, with some security experts firmly expecting the Russians to be behind it. Um, but yeah, Postio. Postio? I assume that's how it's pronounced. Um, Postio were the company who hosted that website. And you can see that. Um, what's what I'm looking for? That email, and as you can see, um, within hours of it becoming major, they did release a statement saying midway through today we became aware of blackmailers. 
and our NTPs team checked it and blocked the account, which is always great. But yeah, it, it's, it is also worth mentioning, um, as Postio mentioned, there was no press coverage at the time. This is, you know, ransomwares in particular spreads, whoops, spreads so quickly that it's usually hard to get out ahead of it. You're hit by it at more or less the same time as everyone else. And that makes it extremely difficult. Um, but yeah, so that was n not good, to put it lightly. Um, yeah, Ooh. it's tiring talking all this time. Let me do a quick formatting. Perfect. Let's check the chat. Um, oh, it's. Um, oh, Paul's back. Hello, Paul. Um, is is he here now? And oh, no, it seems he's disappeared again. Um, yeah, Paul was just mentioning. Yeah, yeah. Paul mentioning he was mod, and yeah, he makes. You know, I, I was joking about no such thing as a bad feature, bad new feature. No headphone jack is definitely a good example of a bad new feature. Is it even a feature? I don't know. It is if you ask Apple. Thanks for that, guys. You're so useful at helping people use their devices. Um. It's interesting, when that first happened, I described it as being user-hostile and stupid. And now that it's been almost a year, I still describe it as being user-hostile and stupid. Because, believe it or not, it's user-hostile and stupid. Who'd have guessed? <laughs> Let's do some mild work. Perfect. Has this stabilised? It seems to... Uh, wait, nope. I, I, I almost jinxed it then, but I didn't finish my sentence. <laughs> oh my days. Yeah, so final topic. Uh, with 10 minutes to go, let's, let's round off this podcast. Let's talk about OnePlus 5, and we can call it a day. Whew. Wow, this has been this has been fun and exciting, and I wasn't expecting to give a language lesson. I ended up giving a language lesson today. See, this is, this is the reason you come to Snappy Tech. Really weird impromptu language lessons in the, in the middle of technology podcasts. Because who doesn't want a random language lesson? OnePlus 5 hasn't had a good week. It released this week. People bought it. People complained. Who would have guessed? And these weren't like the generic, like, oh my god, this isn't the best device ever as I expected kind of complaints. These were actual legitimate complaints of things that were actually legitimately broken. Um, specifically, the bigger one being the jelly scrolling. If you turn your phone upside down, and uh, let me let me open up. Um, I don't know what to open. I need something with a long scroll. Um, you know, I I don't have anything, so you can, you can you can figure this out yourself. If you find something with like a long, oh, I know the Google Play Store. Wait, no, not redeem. I don't want to redeem anything. I just want to see the store. Right, so. If you get something with a long scroll, and then if we go into installed, hold my phone upside down. So when you scroll upside down, and this isn't going to do it now, there's, you, you may or may not notice something called jelly scrolling. 
Um, what basically happens is as you scroll, bits compress and other bits extend, and it just kind of does this. So, you know, the perfect scroll would go like this, right? With this symbolizing, like, the text on screen. Whereas with jelly scrolling, it kind of goes like that, right? That's usually an issue when you have a screen that is upside down, which isn't suggested. Screens should generally be the right way up. That is what tends to be a good idea. However, OnePlus, for one reason or another, put the screen in upside down. Um, it, this wasn't confirmed for sure until later on in the week when they took a look um, at the code. You may or may not have heard of Sultan, um, which is a name I hear a lot primarily because, let's see if I can find this real quick. It's a name I hear a lot primarily because I am constantly on XDA. I still have my OnePlus One, which is currently downstairs. I use it as my backup phone all the time and means that I am, um, you know, it, it's just it's just nice to have a device that is not my primary phone that I can experiment with, just see what happens, install new versions of Android, install old versions of Android, just just tinker with it as such. And yeah, so he, he's known from the, the uh, ROM developing community. Um, and he took a look at the source code um, on the device and found that in fact there is a line that states screen orientation equals 180 or yeah, you know, something like that. Which means that it's it's the device itself has code on it to automatically whatever you see here, flip it 180. And the, the second thing that confirmed is that if you look at a teardown of the OnePlus 3T or the OnePlus 3 versus OnePlus 5, you will see that it seems that, you know, that connector has gone from being on the top right on the 3T to the bottom left on the OnePlus 5, which makes you think that that is probably the reason if we're all being honest with ourselves. Now, the one, the upside down screen isn't necessarily the end of the world. Um, it is, un it's, it's not completely unconventional. Um, other companies have been known to insert upside down screens on their devices before. It's just not very common. But, but yeah, it, it, it's, um, it's peculiar. We'll, we'll see how they've resolved that. They did initially state that it wasn't an issue and that all the devices were fully functional and that they there wasn't any like physical issues but like physical differences between them which is strictly speaking true however once it was taken apart and once that code was found oneplus did then issue a new statement acknowledging the issue and said they will release an ota update soon a definition of soon who oh excuse me definition of soon who knows however that wasn't the only issue with the OnePlus 5 this week. Oh no, there was also an issue with recording video. Now, if you have stereo audio recording set on your phone, um, what you can do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna demonstrate this, um, is you can record video like so, and it will use the fact it has a mic on either side to then pick up audio. Now, what OnePlus had done is that if you're filming, I want to say this way around, let me just double check this. Yep, so if you record this way around, right, so with the home button, or in this case the shutter button as well, on the right of the screen, if you filmed like this, it would sound completely fine. However, 
if you hold your phone like this, then the audio channels are reversed. Now, the most likely cause of that is that they're just not register. Whoops, they're not registering which way around the phone is, and you're using that to invert the audio signal. What it's doing is when you flip it around, it's still assuming that this one is the left and this one is the right, although it's now the wrong way around. And again, OnePlus issued a statement saying that they will also be fixing that via an over-the-air update. What confuses me, though, is that this seems to have been the, the, the audio thing, at least, not the jelly scrolling. Uh, the audio seems to have been an issue since OnePlus 3 slash 3T. However, they only just acknowledged it, which makes me wonder why. Is it Were they in denial? Who knows? Um, but it's a thing now, and it will be fixed in time, which is always good. And that is it. That is our week's worth of tech news. Whew, that was that was a lot of talking. That was a lot of stuff to cover. A lot of things happen in a week. It's crazy. I'm going to breathe for a second and then we can do the outro. We have, what, three minutes? Um, let's do this. So, guys, listen. This is important. If you liked this, click like because I love you guys. And thank you for being here and thank you for watching. Thanks for, oh god, I forgot my guy's name. Swadeen. Thanks to Swadeen for turning up. And thanks to David who. who if you have a side ah, or you what is that? Time as your own ah, what is, what is making that, that noise? Build up a retirement kitty and save oh, tax no. God damn it, Forbes. There's a reason I muted you. Oh, autoplay. Damn it. So, um, let's, let's, let's switch to the chat real quick because we have David here. Um, David isn't a name I'm, I, I know, um, but I can't tell who that is from a profile picture. It might be a person I know. We'll find out. I know people called David. Um, I think, oh yes, I think I know who this is. Hello, David. How are you doing? I hope you're well. Um, yes. It has been an interesting week, has it not? Yeah. If you, if so, if yeah, if you if you like this, make sure to click like. If you didn't, I'm not quite sure what you're doing here. However, you can subscribe to see regular content from us, including this podcast, which is a weekly show, because you need to see me live once a week for an hour. Because who doesn't? Let's be real. Get your daily dose of tech here at the Snappy Tech Podcast. So. Subscribe to see everything we do in the future. Link in the description to the show notes if you want to check out everything we talked about. And come back next week at 8pm British Summertime BST, which is the time to be here for the live show. Or you can come here earlier because if I'm usually in the chat. Um, next week we'll hopefully have Paul on again. If not, we will hopefully find a different guest because it's definitely fun with two people instead of one. But for now, I will see you guys next time.